Recording started. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually his praise shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth amen let us pray eternal father Sovereign Lord, our Heavenly Father, our provider, our protector, our healer, our deliverer, Lord, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. You alone are God and beside you there is none other. Father, thank you for life, for health, for strength. Thank you, Father, for food, clothing, shelter. You have blessed us and cared for us in so many ways, Father. We have to give you all glory, all the honor and all the praise. It is again, Father, we have to ask that you forgive us of our sins and our iniquities, which we have so grievously committed against you. In either thought, word, or deed, we humbly ask your pardon, your forgiveness, Father, for sins that we are aware of and sins that we are not even aware of. Have mercy upon us, Father. Have mercy upon us. Father, we are about to study your holy scripture, which you have passed down through many generations. Because you loved us so much, you wanted your holy word, your holy scripture to reach us. We pray, Heavenly Father, that as we study, you will make us workmen and workwomen who need not to be ashamed, but who rightly divide your word of truth. Speak to us, Father. Speak through us and speak for us. You told us in your word that heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. Father, we look forward to an eternal word from you this morning. 
that we may grow strong in our spirits, in our souls, and in our bodies. Do these things for us, Heavenly Father. We will forever give your name glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And God's people say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide headquarters here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for each of you. We pray the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is locating you. Uh, children of God, you know that we have been working on our current topic, fear of God, fear of God. And we thank God for so many things that he has shared with us uh, throughout the Holy Scriptures, you will see very, very good things happening to those who have the proper fear or respect, reverence for God. And you will see very, very bad things happening to those who don't have the proper fear or reverence or respect for God. So we're up to fear of God number three, fear of God three. And we're going to be looking at the book of Exodus chapter nine with a special focus on verse 30. Exodus chapter nine, verse 30. Moses told Pharaoh, Moses said, but I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord. Moses said, I, I know now, I mean, you know, Moses said, look, we might be going through the motions here of, of asking God to stop this plague, but I know that you, you really don't have the fear of God in you. We're working on our topic, fear of God, part three. Again, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, again, we say thank you for everything you have done to us, through us, and for us. Bless your people today, Heavenly Father. Speak to us that we may better understand and do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. These and all other blessings we ask and count done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let God's people say amen. Amen. As we look at the book of Exodus in the scripture, We see Moses having to deal with Pharaoh thousands of years ago, who is much like many people today. 
Thousands of years ago, Pharaoh was very hard-headed. He was very stubborn. He was set in his ways. He didn't plan to change. And basically what God had to do to Pharaoh and the Egyptians, which is the same thing God is having to do to many of us today, God just kept beating him, kept beating him, and kept beating him. Uh, Moses had to go to Pharaoh 10 times saying the same thing before he finally got the message. Losing so many of his, his people, losing so many of his crops, losing so, so many of, his, of the wealth of Egypt, all because Pharaoh was hard-headed. I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, my sister. Don't be hard-headed. You know, God can wait you and me out. Time is on God's side. God said, Robert, I made time. We don't want to be hard-headed. Pharaoh could have let God's people go as soon as Moses asked him. And he could have saved his army, could have saved his chariots, could have saved a lot of his crops, a lot of his water supply. So many things that he could have saved and could have been spared if he would have just what? Listen to God. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. May we listen to God. Well, as we look at our select scriptures for today, Moses had been to Pharaoh a number of times, again, saying the same thing. God says, let my people go. Pharaoh, like, I'm not going to let them go. God do something to hurt Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Oftentimes, Pharaoh and the Egyptians will be like, we got to let these people go. We got to let these people go. Then Moses would come back. Pharaoh would start talking that nonsense. I'm not going to let them go. I'm not going to let them go. And God would have to do something else to hurt Pharaoh and to hurt the Egyptians. Being, listen, being hard-headed is not the way to deal with an all-powerful, all-wise, all-seeing, all-knowing creator. That's not the way. It's not the way. You and I come out better do, it, it, doing what God says first. I want to put that down in your notes. Just keep in mind, it, it's best to what? Do what God says when? First, not after God has had to tell you 10 and 15 times like Pharaoh had to be told and and each time God told him and Pharaoh didn't listen, God did something else to hurt Pharaoh. God did something else to hurt the Egyptians. And here we are, supposedly a world leader. And, and many of us in this great country of America, we don't even have sense enough to realize that God is punishing us with this corona plague that is sweeping the land. Many of us don't even have sense enough to see that. 
that there are things that we are doing as a nation, as a people, and as a country that the creator of all things is not pleased with. So God allow this little bitty virus to pass through and kill number of people throughout the world. You know, people say, ah, it's a natural occurrence. Well, why didn't it occur 10 years ago? Why didn't it occur 50 years ago? When people do the things that are not pleasing in the eyesight of God, because the Bible says God chastens those whom he loves, God will, will do something or allow something or cause something to come up that will hurt us. The Bible says that God chastens or punishes those whom he loves, just like a father punishes a son that he loves. If the father does not ever punish that son, then the father does not love that son. Now, when he does wrong, it's the, fa it's the father's responsibility to punish or to chasten that son. If he doesn't, he doesn't love him. Bible says in, in um, Proverbs 13, 24, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but whoever loves him is careful to discipline him. Well, some of us may not love our children. You know, some of us don't. I don't believe in beating my child a bit. Yeah, that's because you don't love him. God loves us. He chastens us. He beats us when we do wrong. The corona plague is a beating from our creator. And, and I share with you all some time ago, I said, you know, men are going to, scientists and doctors, they're going to be working diligently and they're going to come up with some kind of little vaccine or some kind of little cure. And I said, just about the time they do, God is going to come up with something else and allow something else to get us. And sure enough, just about the time we got the corona plague, vaccines all in place, here come the Delta variant. A whole nother variant start killing people because God means for us to stop our what? Foolishness. My prayer for you. My prayer for me, may we stop our foolishness in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, here's Pharaoh. Didn't want to stop his what? Foolishness. Want to keep the people in bondage. God sent his prophet to tell Pharaoh, let God's people go. See, see, see. And I'm hearing God speak in my spirit now. God says, Robert, Pharaoh, he got confused. As you all do sometimes as human beings. I'm like, Lord, how do we get confused? God said, when you all start thinking that anything is yours, instead of thinking that it is mine, you have gotten confused. Let me say that again, children of God. Anytime we start thinking anything is what? Ours instead of 
gods, we have gotten confused. You think your kids are your kids instead of understanding that they are God's kids, you have gotten confused. You think your house is your house instead of thinking that your house is God's house, you have gotten what? Confused. You start thinking your body is your body instead of thinking that your body is God's body, you have gotten confused. Pharaoh started thinking that the Israelites was his people, his property, his slaves. He'd do with them. And God said, uh-uh, you have gotten what? Confused. Let my people, God would send Moses to tell Pharaoh, let my people. God said, uh-uh, Pharaoh. Now, they may have worked for you for some time. And what the Lord just flashed in my spirit very quickly. Many of our white brothers and sisters in this great country of America got confused for about 400 years in this country. Instead of thinking that we as African-Americans were God's people and free people, many of our white brothers and sisters got confused and started thinking that we were their property as slaves. We were we were theirs. We were, and any time, and listen, child of God. Any time we start thinking that God's stuff is our stuff, there's gonna be a beating coming. Just just keep that in mind. Whenever we start thinking that God's stuff, remember Psalms twenty four, the earth is the Lord's. And everything in it, the world and God said, those who live in it, God said, everything is mine. And since everything belongs to God, we need to be sensitive and we need to be cognizant of how God wants it to be handled. You know, Israelites, they were all right in slavery until God said, let my people go. And when Pharaoh tried to hold on to God's people, after God said, let his people go, that's when serious problems started to manifest. My prayer for you, my brother, my prayer for you, my sister. Handle people, places, and things like God says to handle people, places, and things. Well, plague of hell has just been released on the people. A number of people died just like the corona plague. Number of people died. The Bible says in verse 27, you know, people were dying, animals were dying, fields were, were being destroyed. I mean, this, this plague of hell was terrible. But look at verse 26. The only place it did not hail was the land of Goshen, where the Israelites were. God has a way of protecting his people in difficult 
times. But watch this now. Then verse 27, then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned. Now sounds good. Now Pharaoh is talking good, but God says, Robert, and in my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God says, Robert, there's a difference between talk from the mouth and talk from the heart. Let me say that again, children of God. It's a difference. There is a difference between talk from the mouth and what? Talk from the heart. Pharaoh was saying the right thing, but it was just from his mouth. It wasn't really coming from his heart. What he was saying was this time I have sinned. He was exactly right. But it was just coming from his mouth. He didn't have any plans of changing. He didn't have any plans of repenting. He didn't have any plans of doing the right thing. And God knew it. And Moses knew it. And as a result, more plagues had to come on Pharaoh and the Egyptians. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we speak to God from the heart and not from the mouth. May we repent sincerely when we do or say or think things that God is not pleased with. May it be from the heart. May our repentance be from the heart. Pharaoh said, this time I have sinned. He said to them, the Lord is in the right and I and my people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord but we have had enough thunder and hail. I will let you go. You don't have to stand along. Oh, he's saying all the right things, but he wasn't doing all the right things. My prayer for us, may we not just say the right things. May we not just be giving lip service, but may we give God heart service. Moses replied, now watch this. When I've gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop. There will be no more hail so that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But watch verse 30. But Moses said, look, <laughs> I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord. Moses said, look, I, I know you're just talking, Pharaoh. You you really you really haven't had, you know, you say, Apostle, how do you know when a when a when a child has had enough beating? Well, one way is when they stop doing whatever that thing was that they were getting beat for. Now, I just saw a neighbor of mine that walks up and down our road. And I remember something he told me in regards to his son. Maybe about 20 plus years ago, his son was getting into trouble at the school he was attending. 
and my neighbor kept having to go to the school because his son was getting in in trouble and he we used to work together out at the local uh, one local school not too far from here and uh i saw him i said oh, you know so and so where are you going he said uh, uh coach b i've got to go back out to the school i said again he said yeah you know he said uh, my son is um getting in trouble again i said but uh, i told my son this is what the neighbor said to me i told my son that if he can stand these whoopings that i'm going to put on him for getting in trouble that he can go on and keep keep right on getting in trouble and we both busted out laughing i said what now he said i, I told him if he can stand these whoopings that i'm old put on him and keep putting on him as long as he keep getting in trouble, then go right ahead, keep getting in trouble. Well, and we laughed, we laughed. I said, come on, man. He said, we laughed. Make a long story short, the young man couldn't stand those whoopings that the father was putting on him in love. The son changed his behavior. Well, you say, apostle, what are you saying to us? All God is trying to do is get you and me to do what? Do the right thing. Change our behavior. Change from the wrong to the wrong, to the right. Change from the bad to the good. Change from the lies to the truth. God is just trying to get you and me to change. And sometimes, oftentimes, he will hurt us to change us. We get that down. That's important. God will what? Will often hurt us to change us. I think so many times about this stroke that the Lord has allowed me to experience and, and, and commune with God as to why and, and the Lord let me know exactly why. So um, may you and I change before God has to hurt us. See, God hurt people every day. God killed people every day. That's nothing new to God. And that's nothing he's going to stop doing as long as you and I keep sinning. So God wants to give us an opportunity to change on our own so that he does not have to, to chasten us, so that he does not have to um, kill us or, or to, to do something unpleasant to you and to me. Moses said, look, Pharaoh, Moses said, I'm not crazy. Moses said, look, that talk you talking may have fooled a whole lot of people. But Moses said, I know God. You haven't fooled God and you haven't fooled me. Moses said, I know that you and your officials, you still don't fear God. Moses said, uh, I can hear Moses in the spirit. He said, you still don't fear God, but but you will. There are some of you under the sound of my voice. You still don't fear God. You've been listening to this broadcast and listening to preaching and teaching. And, and you still don't fear God, but you will. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. It might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but I guarantee you will fear the Lord. 
My thing is just for you and I to fear God early. It's better to fear God early than to fear God later. Why? Because in between that early and in between that late one, you and I are not fearing God. We're getting beat by God. In one way or another, in one capacity or another. So it's better to fear God early. Which would which do you think would have been better for Pharaoh? As soon as Moses came in and told Pharaoh, look, uh, Pharaoh, God said, uh, let my people go. For Pharaoh to say, okay, take them, go, go ahead. And let them go out in the wilderness for a three-day three day worship. That was the original plan. You say three, three days out in the wilderness? Yeah, Pharaoh, okay, go ahead, take them off. Or for Pharaoh to keep saying, no, I'm not going to let the people go. And God have to bring a plague. No, I'm not going to let the people go. And God have to send flies all over the land. No, I'm not going to let the people go. And God have to send gnats all over the land. No, I'm not going to let the people go. And God had to turn all the water into blood. No, I'm not going to let the people go. And God have to send hail down from it. It would have been better for Pharaoh, for the officials, for the Egyptian people, if they would have obeyed early rather than obey what? Late. It's better for you and for me to obey God early rather than to obey God later. Moses said, no, I, I know you're not serious, Pharaoh. Moses, I, you're talking a good game. But the fear of God, listen, put this down and, and keep this in mind. The fear of God is deeper than just what is on our lips or just what we are saying. The fear of God has to be in our hearts. Pharaoh had it on the lips, but Pharaoh didn't have it, what? In the heart. My prayer for you and my prayer for me is have this thing in the heart. Have it in the heart. Well, verse 31 Because Pharaoh didn't really have it, the officials really didn't have it in their hearts, the flax and barley were destroyed. Since the barley had head and the flax was in bloom, I mean the fields that had crops ready to be picked and ready to be harvested, Instead of a harvest, they were destroyed now because the hail destroyed the destroyed the harvest. Look at verse 32. The wheat and spelt, however, were not destroyed because they ripened later. So God, uh, God destroyed some things. God allowed some things to continue. Then Moses left Pharaoh 
and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped. My prayer for America. My prayer for this generation is that we will wise up so that the plagues, the chastisements, the beatings, the punishment of God upon the land may what? May stop. Just as the thunder and the hail stopped, the rain no longer poured down on the land. And the Bible says in verse 34, now understand that when God stopped beating us, that does not mean for us to go back to our foolishness. When God stops beating us or stops chastening us for our sin, we need to stop. Don't, as soon as God stopped beating us, we run right back to the same foolishness that we were in that got us beat or chastised in the first place. But watch Pharaoh. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had stopped, he did what? No, he sinned again. He and his officials' hearts were hardened. Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. That when your beatings stop, our sin will stop. When your chastisement stops, may our rebellion stop. Lord, help us, help us, help us. Pharaoh sinned again. He and his officials hardened their hearts. So Pharaoh's heart was hard and he would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. See, this, this children of God is why the fear of God, genuine and sincere fear of God is so important. See. When we have a genuine and a sincere fear of God, we will stop our foolishness. When we don't, we won't. May you and I have a genuine and sincere fear of God so that we will stop our foolishness. So that after God stops chastening us and stops punishing us, punishing us and stops beating us, we won't go right back to our sin again. We won't harden our hearts. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Fear of God is the most important fear that you and I will ever have in this life. Now, there's a lot of fears, you know, fear sharks, fear flying, you know, fear of death. But the fear of God, 
God is over and bigger than all of those things. God is over and bigger than sharks. God is over and bigger than flying. God is over and bigger than death. The fear of the Lord, the fear of God is the most important fear that you and I will ever have. It is a fear that will allow you and I to be able to put all the other unwarranted fears in their proper place. The fear of God. Moses said, look, Pharaoh, you know, you're talking it, but you're not possession. See, I, I, I could get up here on this camera right now and say that I have a hundred million dollars. But some of you all that know me, you know, you look at the cars that I'm driving, <laughs> you look at the clothes that I'm wearing, you look at the house that I'm living in, and uh, you say, he doesn't have a hundred million dollars. If he had a hundred million dollars, he wouldn't be driving those cars. If he had a hundred million dollars, he wouldn't be wearing these clothes. If he had a hundred million dollars, he wouldn't be living in, in that neighborhood. In other words, if you really have a hundred million dollars, there will be some telltale signs. There will be some there will be some proof. There'll be something that 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 people can see, you know, that'll let you know that he has hundred million dollars. You know, I got a friend of mine, son, signed for about a hundred and seventy-eight million dollars in the NBA. Well, you know, the father. You know, they have a brand new, nice new house that they're living in. The father, friend of mine, is driving a Bentley. Bentley is about a half a million dollar car. There are some things that let you know if an individual has come into a large sum of money. Well, there are some Moses said, look, now there are some things that will let me know when you really have the fear of God. And Moses said, look, you know, Pharaoh, you may have the riches of Egypt, gold and diamonds and silver and all the trappings of wealth, but you know, you don't have the fear of God, not yet. Now, Pharaoh had plenty of money plenty of precious stones, plenty of precious jewels, but he didn't have the fear of God. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. I would rather have the fear of God than the riches of men. Now, that's me. Well, some of you might, apostle, yeah, I'd rather have the riches of men. That's your choice. I'd rather have the fear of God than the riches of the world or the riches of men. Pharaoh had the riches of the world or the riches of men, but he did not yet have what? The fear of God. May God bless you 
children of God, may heaven continue to smile on you all. I am seeing that our Russian brothers and sisters are still downloading and watching the broadcast uh, very strongly. God bless all of our uh, Russian brothers and sisters. Uh, we are praying that God will open a door very soon uh, for us to come to that great country and share the words of the true and living God. May God continue to bless all of you. May heaven continue to smile on you all. Saints, you can reach us through email at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg dot com forward slash tccww. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes daily. On Facebook, join us on Robert Bryant. On YouTube, join us on the Christian Center Church channel. We can even be reached by phone at plus 252-525-4777. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.